0: Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 228 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to continue our conversation that we're having throughout the course of this week on teaching your children about money. Uh, And today specifically, we're going to talk about teaching your children that debt is bad. Okay, And teaching your children how uh, debt actually works. And I think this is extremely important because uh, when we talk about one of the major financial pitfalls uh, that people have, quite often it is debt related. Okay, And so we want to make sure that our children have the proper view of debt. They understand what debt is and they understand uh, how and why to stay away from it uh, at just about all costs. So stay tuned for all that and more in today's episode. Before we get started though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, Then i can do that just uh, go to any of my major social media platforms facebook instagram uh, twitter and send me a message and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions Uh, and we can set up sessions uh, to where you and i meet one-on-one and we develop financial goals for you and we start to uh, push towards those financial goals over the long term and then ultimately uh, we try to get you to some form Of financial freedom that is attainable for you uh, because that is my goal for all of you guys out there is that you reach long-term financial freedom now when it comes to actually attaining that financial freedom right uh, something that we have to understand is that uh, there are things that are going to help us get there faster and there are things that are going to slow us down okay or keep us from getting there at all okay and that's something that we need to articulate to our children as well that's why today I want to talk about uh, teaching your children that debt is a bad thing because debt slows us down debt slows us down uh, from becoming financially free it slows us down uh, from gaining that financial freedom that financial independence uh, that we could have if we were to have just stayed away from it just think for a moment uh, about all of the people out there who whose lives are changing whose lives are uh, being materially affected by just student loans right student loans are you know one of the biggest debts that people hold generally right? And it's one of the most serious because it's actually keeping people from moving out of their parents' house. It is uh, keeping people from getting married. It is keeping people from having children earlier. Uh, And this is a very, very big issue. It is a big uh, cultural and at many times political issue uh, that student loans exist and that student loans uh, are so widely accepted as something that everybody does. Everybody goes and gets student loans, so you should just take out student loans. Or the government's going to forgive your student loans, so just take out more student loans. Well, guess what? The government hasn't forgiven your student loans yet, uh, and the likelihood of them doing so seems to dwindle every time it gets spoken about and then taken off of a budget or taken off of a uh, you know a policy or an agenda. Right? Uh, the idea that your student loans are just going to be erased uh, is not the farthest fetched idea right but it is uh, an idea that so far has not come to light therefore we need to be prepared uh, to understand that if we're going to move forward with education and we're going to teach our kids that education is something that is important right then we need to steer them away specifically from student loans we also need to teach our kids about uh, different types of debts like credit card debts uh, and teach them about uh, you know having a mortgage mortgage debt teach them about car loans And I'll talk about how we should talk to them about uh, these different things uh, as we move forward in today's episode. But the important part is the important thing to understand is that if you don't talk to your kids about the things that are going to hold them back from becoming wealthy or from being financially successful or from just living the life that they want to live moving forward, uh, then there are going to be problems. There's going to be problematic. Uh, for not only them but for you as well because think about this if your kids have a lot of student loans or your kids have a lot of debt and it's forcing them uh, to stay in your house longer right then guess who they are reliant on for uh, many times food you or maybe clothing or uh, lights and water you or uh, you know just rent right just maybe you let them stay there rent free and that's how they're trying to save on money well that is falling on you that burden is falling on you right you have to uh, maintain the life of taking care of your child longer which takes away from your ability uh, to actually save and invest money for yourself uh, at a very rapid pace or at as rapid a pace as you would have had you not had your children in the house. So uh, if we can teach our kids how to properly deal with money and how to um, stay away from debt, right? Then we can teach our children uh, what it's going to look like to actually achieve their dreams. And they're gonna have a better chance of achieving their dreams. I think we all want our children to be able uh, to attain their dreams uh, in the most efficient way possible. And we don't want to have anything that gets in the way of them attaining those dreams. And debt is one of the biggest things that will absolutely do so. So the first thing that we need to tell our children is that, uh, we need to lay down some definition of debt. We need to lay down what debt is. And I like to use a couple different definitions and a couple, uh, different sayings that I think, uh, encompass debt. Well, but debt is basically when you borrow money from somebody else, Right. And then you have to repay them over time. Okay, that's I mean, think about any debt you have. It's you borrowed money from somebody and you have to repay them over time. And you may borrow that money for some specific purpose. Obviously, you may borrow that money to buy a car or you may borrow that money uh, to buy a boat or you may borrow that money to buy a house or you may borrow that money to go to school. But you are borrowing that money for some purpose. And sometimes you're taking a personal loan where it may have a specific purpose in your life, uh, but the purpose is not. Uh, you know, something that is such a big deal when it comes to taking the money, taking the loan. or if you're just using a credit card, right? Credit cards uh, are borrowing in a similar way as taking out a loan, uh, you can use a credit card for absolutely anything. And so it may not be for a specific purpose. Uh, that you are taking out these loans or taking out this debt, right? Uh, But you are borrowing money from someone else and you are going to have to repay it over time. And that time period could be very short or that time period could be very long uh, based on the type of loan, based on the way that you borrowed and based on the money that you have to be able to pay off these individuals, okay? And your kids may wonder, why would you do this? Why wouldn't you just pay for things in cash? Well, you have to be honest with them. And the reason that we go into debt right, and you need to make this extremely clear, is the reason that people go into debt uh, is because they don't have patience, right, they have, they have no patience, because if you had patience, then you would wait until you had the money uh, in order to pay for the things that you want, right, you wouldn't go into debt uh, for certain things if you had the money to go ahead and pay for them, okay, so people lack patience, uh, but people also want to keep up with everybody else, And people always want the best thing, even when they cannot afford the best thing. And so debt helps people to look like they have a lot without them actually having a lot, right? Debt is putting people in a place where uh, they may have a $60,000 truck, right? But they can't afford that $60,000 truck. There's no way uh, that they could save up the money to pay for that $60,000 truck, but they have this huge truck payment, right? Or where they have too much house. They have more house than they can actually afford or than uh, their budget actually calls for. And they're living paycheck to paycheck, right? You have to teach your children that debt makes people look better when it's not necessarily the case that they are as good as they look, right? Yes, there are some people who take out, you know, car loans or take out, big mortgages or whatever. And and they can afford those things, right? They can uh, do those things based on some of the guidelines that I've given you guys throughout the course uh, of this show many times. But um, that is the exception and not the rule. Most people, when you walk down a street, right, about eight out of every 10 are living on a paycheck to paycheck basis. If they missed a paycheck, okay, if they missed a paycheck, they would be in trouble, They would have issues paying their bills. It would be problematic for them to keep the things that they have taken out debt on because they rely on their paycheck. They rely on their income to just cover their debts month after month after month. And this is a problem. This is why debt is a bad thing because you are constantly going to be um, in a place where you rely on someone else to pay for the things that you can't afford. And then those people are going to maintain bondage on you. They're going to maintain, uh, this, they call it a relationship, a lending relationship, but it is uh, literally putting you in chains. It's putting you in bondage and keeping you there until you pay them off. Okay. Because you are truly indebted to them. And that's a big deal. That is a big issue. And that's something that, um, I think as adults, we take for granted quite a bit, but if you can teach a child early, uh, that debt is a negative word. That debt is a negative thing. Uh, and that being in debt means uh, that you are literally in bondage to someone else. Right. Uh, that is a big deal. That's a big visual that you can give uh, your children that will allow them to understand uh, that I don't want to be in debt. Right. Uh, that's the big thing that we need to um, you know articulate to them is that you don't want to be in debt. You don't want to owe people money because if you owe people money, then you are going to be able to keep less of what you have, right? You're going to be able to have less because you're willing to forsake some of your income month after month in order to uh, make some payment on something that you couldn't afford to pay for in cash, right? And this is a huge problem. We know how big a problem it is. I don't have to keep keep harping on it, but uh, we have to make it known that debt is a bad thing. Now, once we make it known that debt is a bad thing, then we can go into the different types of debt with our children, okay? And I think uh, a few big headings that we should start with uh, are mortgage debt, right? Which I've told you time and time again that I am okay with you getting a mortgage, right? I want you to be out of debt and I want you to eventually pay off your mortgage uh, as soon as possible, but I am okay with you having a mortgage because uh, you know, buying a house with cash is dang near impossible. But people think that it's impossible to buy a car with cash. that's not the case right Uh, so we need to talk to them about car loans okay people think that it's impossible to go to school in cash also not impossible so we need to talk to them about student loans okay people think that it's impossible to you know live their life in the way that they want to live on just cash. And again, that's not impossible. Uh, and so we need to talk to our kids about credit cards cause that's what people tend to use to finance, uh, their lifestyle, to finance their, um, you know, bad spending habits and things of the like, Right. And then there are types of debt, uh, that are, you know, more rare, right? They're, they're not as common in every single individual. Uh, but they are types of debt that can come along and it's things like, uh, medical debt, right? Medical debt is something that is uh, distinctly different from other types of debt. Um, and you may have been perfectly financially free and financially strong and been hit with a big medical bill and have uh, some debts outstanding. So that is a bit different, uh, but we want to talk about how we can uh, prepare against having those certain things come up as well, okay? So let's talk first uh, about a mortgage, right? Well, we need to let our kids know that when you go to buy a home, right? You do want, obviously, the lowest rate that you can get on a home, right? And you don't want to buy something that's super shabby, right? Nobody wants to do that. But you want to buy what you can afford, okay? And I've given you uh, guidelines for this before. I say, let's look at uh, a quarter of our take-home pay. A quarter of our monthly income should be what our payment is at a maximum, Okay, just a quarter of your take-home pay. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, mine is a lot more than that, or mine's maybe a little more, or a little less than that. Okay, But that is a good rule of thumb because it gives you plenty of room in your budget in order to do other things. It gives you plenty of room uh, in order to invest, and it gives you plenty of room to save, and it gives you plenty of room to give. Right? Uh, that allows you to do other things within your budget. You are not what we call house poor. And explain to your kids that being house poor means that your house costs so much Uh, that you're not able to do other things in your life. And that is not where we want to be either. Okay. Uh, So we have to explain that when you take out a loan, right, you do want it to be uh, the lowest rate that it can be, but you want it to be affordable. You want it to be an affordable payment on a 15 year mortgage. Right, because we do wanna pay our loan off as soon as possible. We need to let them know that 30-year mortgages, even though they're highly touted, people say, oh, invest the difference and uh, it'll make all the difference. Yeah, the, the numbers run right, but then that requires something extra from you. That requires uh, that you have the behaviors that are in place in order to actually do that. And it also requires that you keep debt around a lot longer and pay a lot more interest on your home than you have to. And I don't think that's a good way to go about it. Shorter mortgages are typically going to benefit you more and going to get you to a point of true financial freedom even sooner because you're going to be completely out of debt uh, and not owe anyone anything. So we need to make clear that mortgage debt is OK, but we need to follow some basic parameters. OK, we also need to tell our children when it comes to car loans, right, that most people have car loans, but they shouldn't. OK, taking out a car loan is not something you should do. OK, and we need to tell them that cars go down in value, okay. We don't, uh, you know, see cars go up in value quite often, okay. Yes, recently some of the used cars out there, uh, just based on all the money in the economy and some of the inflationary pressures, uh, cars have become more valuable uh, in the short term. But over the long term, cars go down in value, okay. Eventually, cars will be worth nothing, okay. They don't increase in value like a home or like property or like uh, investments that you may have, okay. So. You can buy a car and you can buy a car in cash, uh, but what you have to do is you have to save up in order to buy a car in cash. And this kind of goes hand in hand uh, with what I talked about yesterday when I said we need to be clear about saving and investing with our children. And this is one area in which we can save for some big ticket item for some future purchase, right, and we can end up buying it. And so, you need to tell your children that if you understand that you're gonna want a car or you understand that you're gonna need a car in the future, then you need to systematically be putting money away in savings, or if it's over a longer period of time, like five years plus, then you can put money away in investments and invest for uh, that car that you are going to eventually purchase. Okay, and just slowly and surely have a plan, put money away, know how much you're gonna spend, and then don't deviate from the amount that you're gonna spend because. Car lots are going to try to talk you into uh, financing your car. They're going to try to talk you into a little nicer car. So you'll finance because if you finance it, then guess what? They make money. But if they make money, that means you're out some money. And the difference in those cars is probably not all that different. Okay? So you need to understand and you need to make your kids understand uh, that car loans are something that does not need to be a part of our financial plan. Right? Just because everybody else does it doesn't mean that we need to. And that's something we need to talk to our kids about when it comes to debt just across the board. Is that just because other people buy things, and I put buy in quotation marks, just because you financed it doesn't necessarily mean you bought it. right? That's not your money. That's money that you borrowed to buy it. Right. So just because people buy things or finance things doesn't mean that we have to do it as well. Okay, we can't have FOMO. We can't have fear of missing out and we can't want to keep up with the Joneses. We can't look at those around us and think that they're getting something better than we're getting. Uh, Based on the fact that they're taking out loans and they're, um, you know, borrowing money in order to finance their lifestyle, just because their lifestyle may look better does not mean that it actually is better. We have to prioritize what is important to us and what we want in our financial lives. And we have to make clear to our children uh, that even though, yeah, you want some nice things, right? It is better to do it slowly right? It is better to save money up to get somewhere. It's better to invest for your future and have a good financially free future uh, than it is to try to move faster than your income is moving because the biggest thing with debt is that you have to live below your means, okay? And, And this is something that I want to just camp out on for just a second. If we don't teach our children to live below their means right? Then they are going to remain in debt their entire lives. If we don't live below our means, then we are going to remain in debt our entire lives. And the way that you can teach your child this, right, uh, is to show them when they are making money as children, right? If they, you know, have a lemonade stand or they go mow some yards or they uh, get some money from a birthday or whatever, right? Make them, like, because you can actually make them do stuff as a parent, you know, contrary to popular belief, you can actually make them do some things, right? Make them Put some money aside, make them save some money, make them give some money, live on less or, you know, buy less than what they actually brought in. Allow them to spend their money on some things that they want and some things that they need. Right. Uh, But you also have to understand that what you're teaching them there uh, is so, so vital. You're teaching them uh, if you're allowing them to spend all of their money that you don't have to live on less than you make, that you can make a certain amount of money and then just spend all of it, right? And that leads to this consumerist mindset and that leads to where people are constantly going into debt for things that they don't need, right? That are too expensive and they're just trying to impress people around them that they don't even know or maybe don't even like, right? And that is problematic. We don't wanna teach them that. What we want to teach them is that uh, you make a certain amount of money, you bring in a certain amount of money and you set some of that aside. You don't live on all of it. That way later on, right, you can have a, a cushion between you and life in the way of an emergency fund uh, in case something were to occur that you don't have to go into debt later. Uh, that and that's a very very big deal right that we can have that money set aside or you can save to pay cash for things that other people would typically finance like a car like college like things uh, that people would typically uh, take loans out for right that you can do those types of things because you lived on less than you made or uh, you know you can build up more money for your future and live better later on uh, if you invest some of the money uh, that you set aside okay and if you show them this and if you articulate this to them clearly uh, and make it clear that putting money aside for your future and living below what you currently make or what you currently bring in is going to be beneficial to them over the long term uh, then they are likely to keep up with those habits and if they can keep those habits right living on less than you make is one of the primary financial habits Uh, that is going to get you where you want to be over the long term. And so if they can figure that out, right, then they can figure out how to be financially successful in other areas as well. So of course we need to talk to our uh, children about student loans and we need to make clear to them that student loans are not an option. Right. If you have money that you're saving up for them to uh, you know, allow them to go to college or investing for them so they can go to college, make clear that that is what you're doing. You don't have to tell them how much you but you can tell them uh, that that is the case and that you are systematically putting money away uh, for them. But that money can be treated like a scholarship and I would suggest that that money be treated like a scholarship I'm going to have the Dylan Howell scholarship right you are going to have to show me uh, that you are uh, academically worthy of me giving you this money in the same way that a scholarship would show me uh, that uh, you are academically worthy for a certain amount of money right it is my scholarship that I am going to grant you if you meet certain criteria Okay, and make that known to your children what those criteria are and actually make clear uh, that this isn't money that you're just gonna get or money that I'm just gonna give to you, right? This money actually has some stipulations, okay? That is if you are saving up for their college. If you are not saving up for their college, make clear to them, Uh, that you are trying to work your financial planning. You're trying to work right down the line and help them to get to the best place possible, right? But they are going to be responsible for their own college. And them being responsible for their own college may mean a few things that, again, are different from other people. Being different is not bad, and we need to make that clear, especially uh, when we're talking about debt with our kids, is that, uh, you know, because if you're out of debt, you are way different than most people. And if you're not going into debt, you are way different than most people. And especially if you're not taking out student loans, you are way different to most people. Okay, so we need to make clear to them that it's going to be a little different. You're going to have to take a little different route, but taking that different route uh, will end up being the most beneficial to you over the long term. Okay, so if you aren't saving up for their school, right? Or if they're older now and they're getting closer to college and you're not gonna be able to save up an adequate amount for their school, you have to tell them, hey, you're gonna have to work and you're gonna have to work your way through school and cash flow your school. Or hey, you're gonna need to go to a community college or a junior college for a couple years. uh, And in a lot of states and a lot of places, you can go two years for free or really, really close to free and so you may tell them that that is the best option for them and then they can transfer to a four-year and they can cash flow it and they can save up some money while they're in the two-year but you're going to have to work and you're going to have to apply for scholarships and you're going to have to uh, get to this place where you have enough money to actually go to school or you can take some time work a job save up money and then go to school later right your timeline does not have to be the traditional timeline Okay, the traditional timeline uh, is something that most people don't do anyway, right? People think that everybody graduates in four years and that everybody uh, is able to, you know, just boom, 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 four years out of school, got a degree, never changed your major, all that. That is way more rare than you may ever think, okay? Most people are going to get into school and change their major. Most people are going to get into school and not graduate in four years. Most people uh, are going to go into school uh, and things are going to change in their life. Right? Things are going to be different as they move forward. Classes are going to be harder than they thought. They're not going to like what they're studying. They're um, not going to you know, think that the job field that they're going into is going to have enough jobs available for them. Uh, and maybe they want to shift into something else and do something else, which is fine. right? Uh, but you have to understand, if that's the case, if it's the case that most people aren't doing things in the quote unquote traditional way, then you don't have to do things in the traditional way either. And you can stay out of debt and be financially free and still get to the same end game as most other people. And not only that same end game of a degree, but a better end game in being debt free and having that degree in your hand. And then another big area of debt that I think is uh, very important to talk to our kids about uh, are credit cards. Because credit cards are so heavily marketed, because they are so widely accepted, uh, because in a, you know, cashless society for the most part, right? Uh, People aren't paying in cash anymore, okay? People are using cards. Now, that card may be a debit card, right? It may be a card that is equivalent to paying in cash, but people aren't exchanging cash anymore, so we're really taking away the frictions of paying for things. Well, not only do credit cards add to that, right? They add to the fact that you're taking away the friction of paying for things. Credit cards can very easily uh, be misconstrued as uh, free money, as money that we can just use for whatever we please. And we need to make clear to our children that what a credit card is, is you borrowing money in the short term. It's you're borrowing money from this company, right? And if you don't repay it uh, by the next billing cycle, they will charge you interest on that money. And if they charge you interest on that money, it's going to be just like uh, you took out a loan and borrowed money from them in that way. Okay, but that card looks just like your debit card. That card looks just like the thing that is, you know, the cash equivalent of paying for something but it is not that same thing and so if we have the temperament to use credit cards in the proper way and you have used credit cards in the proper way and i know many of you have not and if you have not i've told you many times you should get rid of them okay if you know yourself and know your behaviors then follow that direction right don't think that you can change just based on a whim right either you've done the right things or you have not but if you've done the right things uh, i think you can teach your child to also do those right things Okay. But you have to be very diligent. You have to be very strict with them about doing those right things. You have to show them, uh, and actually, uh, give them some guidance as to how they should go about, uh, using a credit card in a proper manner. Right. But I'm perfectly okay with you telling your kids that credit cards, uh, aren't worth their time. Okay. I'm fine with that. And just telling them to operate on a cash basis. That is fine. Especially if, Uh, You're somebody who struggles uh, to keep a credit card going in the way that it should. Now, the only reason that we ever want to use a credit card is to maintain a credit score to purchase a home. If that's a big issue for you, um, then, you know, you may be in a little different spot. But your kids are going to have to eventually buy a home, right? Uh, And most places are going to require some type of credit history, some type of credit worthiness check. It is not 100% 100% required at all mortgage companies, but uh, most places where you're gonna you know, get somebody to lend you money, uh, that is going to be necessary, okay? And the only way really to build that up is to have some type of credit history, um, and having a credit card can allow you to do that. But if they cannot be responsible with that, they have to understand uh, and have the self-awareness and self-discipline uh, to just absolutely get rid of them and not deal with them anymore. Right? Credit cards are extremely, extremely dangerous to younger people because younger people don't yet have, uh, the mindset that, you know, all the money that they bring in isn't just money that they can spend. Okay? Because if you get that right, if you, if you understand uh, that you can't spend everything that you make and you have a little margin, even if you have uh, you know, a small amount of credit card debt, Uh, at the end of a month, you can pay it off with the margin that you have and you're all right, right? But if you're somebody who uh, is living paycheck to paycheck and maybe you're not adequately budgeting for yourself, right, then what's gonna end up happening is you're going to uh, overspend on your credit card, rack up debt, pay interest, uh, and end up on the wrong side of the transaction, which is the last thing we want. So we need to make clear to them that credit cards are extremely, extremely dangerous. We can use them right? They can be partially beneficial to us. Uh, We can get some rewards, right? But for every one of those rewards, uh, it is going to be just as dangerous that we overspend and end up eventually paying interest to these credit card companies, which is exactly what they want, because that is how they go about making money. So overall, what do we want our kids to know? We want our kids to know that debt is no good. Debt is not uh, something that we should be uh, operating in day by day. It's not something that month by month we should have to pay. It shouldn't be a part of our budget. It shouldn't be a part of our bills. We should not be making debt payments. and uh, We should not be paying interest uh, to people uh, just because we wanted to buy something that we could not afford, right? Sit down and have these honest conversations with your kids. Show them uh, that You know, especially because people talk all the time about how uh, their kids will say something like, why can't we have, you know, a boat like so-and-so? Why can't we have a car like so-and-so? Right. Explain to them if they say something like that, that what you see around you is not real. Right. What you see around you is not people uh, who are able to just make all this money and pay for those things in cash. It is debt more than likely. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to make judgments on everyone. Right. But more than likely what you see somebody else has, that's really, really nice and really, really expensive. And you kind of know what they do for a living. It's probably debt. Okay. Uh, So explain to your children that most of what they see like that, most of the things uh, that make you want to keep up with others and buy things that others have uh, is debt. Uh, And it is something that we need to stay away from because it can be dangerous uh, and it can lead us into a financial situation where uh, we have strained our cash flow so much that we don't have anything left over uh, to save, invest or give uh, or even spend frivolously on ourselves uh, and our future. And that's those are the things that we want to be doing. Right. Those are the things that uh, we shoot to be able to do in our financial lives. And if we're not able to uh, because of debt right? Then we obviously went astray somewhere. And that's what we want to keep our kids from doing. And that's why we have to be so honest and so intentional about talking about debt with our children. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Uh, Just message me on any of the major social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and just let me know that you're interested in financial coaching uh, and we can begin working together in one-on-one sessions and creating financial goals that you can work towards uh, and then ultimately pushing you towards your long-term financial freedom and whatever that means in your specific financial situation. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about budgeting uh, and how you should talk about budgeting with your kids. So, thanks for tuning into this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.